Last week, we're picking up where we left off with Sahara Page and her big aha moment that it was her. It was her that was causing people to sort of stay away, that she had pushed people away, and that it was the story that she had created about being an angry person. And now we're moving into the baby steps. What do we do next? Now that we have these big ahas, how do we actually put this into real practice of doing the work and moving forward and moving past some of this pain? So here we go with this week's part two of Sahara Page. Just like with the last, which you haven't heard the second episode of, but of the episode with Madeline, this is not going to happen overnight. You need to give yourself as many years as you've been knowing yourself as an angry, defensive person, you need to give yourself that much time to create yourself however you want to create yourself. I mean, and I want you to know that I get this. Hey, honey, I, I'm 51 years old, or almost, I'm 50. I always age myself before my birthday. My birthday's in June. I always, about April, start saying I'm older than I am. Um, in June, I'll be 51, and I created myself as tough, um, because that was for survival for me. I was the toughest, you know, like, beat up all the boys in my town, and, you know, nobody ever effed with me. I was that girl, you know. I'd fight, <laughs> you know. And um, while uh, I learned how to be vulnerable and how to be gentle, I've always have a little bit of a mean, surly part to me. And when I had kids, that all that stuff came back up because the only way I knew how to be with my kids was the way my dad was with us, which was, oh. you know, he was kind of a son of a bitch sometimes, you know, a lot. And so it has been, for me, chipping away at and really getting clear at about the fact that I am not... It is not, who I am is not an angry person. Who I am is a spark of God, right? That's a divinity, whatever you want to call it. We are, you know, we don't have language for oneness. Again, we say we are one, but I am one. And so, I, I mean, I can't tell you how many times I said to myself, God, I'm so tired of being angry. I just want to be done with being angry. And just about the time I think that I'm done with being angry, then it comes running back out of my body, right? <laughs> I'm not kidding. And just recently, in the last three months, for example, Jessica and I had this, uh, they did this exercise at church where you sat next to them. You had a buddy, and Jessica's my buddy, she's my wife, and you look at each other in the eyes, and then you write an affirmation for that person. And Jessica gave me an affirmation that said, I am kind. And I'm not gonna t- I'm not gonna lie. That set off my BS my BS meter as soon as she handed it to me, right? But it's what I want. It's what I, I want my kids to know me as kind, and everything in my still. Well, actually, I have felt like I've had a breakthrough in that in the last month or so, where I just I'm so in love with my kids right now, and I'm just I just love them so much, and I'm feeling a new level of love and kindness towards them than I ever have. And I was telling Jessica the other day, I think you put a mojo on me because <laughs> because it feels like it's happening. Um, and then, of course, you know, I yelled at my son yesterday. <laughs> I'm like, damn it. I thought I was all, you know, and just when I think. And so I want you to get it. It's a process, right? And it's right. a process of your mind, body, and spirit. And what I want for us is to figure out who do you want to be and let's start baby stepping in. But I want you to, pro- you know, like give us a promise or something that you'll be kind to yourself on the journey. Because I'm telling you, this is like you're, you're wired up to fight and to 
be <laughs> defensive. And it takes a long time to undo that wiring. Because I've yeah. been doing it my whole life. Okay. Yeah. So extreme kindness to yourself is the first, first, my first work. And constant, constant forgiveness. You know, if you like get off the this call today and you blow up and you like <laughs> say something mean to somebody no. or whatever it might be, don't be like, well, yeah, fuck. It's this very issue that I distinguish constant forgiveness as a tool is from just how angry I was all the time. And it felt like I was always failing at showing up the way I wanted to show up in the world. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I, I want to be. I'm trying to move forward. <laughs> I want to be yeah. somebody who empowers people. Somebody that people can look at and be like, wow, she's cool. I want to get to know her and want her to teach me what she does <laughs> and how, how she's so confident yeah. and how she's so cool. And, and yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I want. That's great. That's a great end game. So you know, what we say an end game is that we say that's like the affirmation that we, we would say something like an affirmation like that would be, I am an empowering, unstoppable source for good. Yeah. But right now, if you said I am a powerful, unstoppable source for good, it might set off your BS meter. Does yeah, it? I don't like the word good. I might have to change. Okay. It. Maybe like. Yeah. Bad badassery or something. I'm a, <laughs> I'm a, a powerful, unstoppable badass for yeah making a difference or something. Yeah. I don't know, but my point is that that should it probably sets off your BS meter now. That's a big leap. Yeah, it's a big leap. So we want to take a baby step toward that end game and just come up with something you can say now every time that other stuff comes up because you got a whole dialogue that comes up and I would assert you're not even 100% sure of all of it but it's all kinds of stuff that's telling you you know who you are really is defensive and mean and you know all that stuff so we just want to take a baby step one tiny little mantra that you can start to affirm all the time and especially anytime that other stuff starts up what could you say to yourself that's it might even be a big step maybe not a baby step it's up to you. It's got to resonate with your truth. I mean, I have evidence of empowering people. So, yeah. Um, I feel like I empower people. It would be somewhere near there. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I empower people might be the might be the phrase. The other thing is, there's something I'm. Let's. It's weird how I, I don't know how to describe it. It kind of comes into my belly when I there's something I don't know. I can't. I can't it's like I can't reach it. <laughs> um, but there's something about being your authentic self. Like like I'm on a you know often when I first start with somebody as they've hired me as a coach they we the first affirmation we start with is I'm on the right path. I want you to be very clear that you're on a path on the you've already started like even before you got on this call you started on a path towards your most authentic self. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I believe that for sure. Yeah. Yeah. How would you say that so that it's something you believe that might empower you? Probably the universe is guiding me. Oh, nice. Yeah. 
that's lovely. That inspires. Does that touch you? Because that touches me. Yeah. <laughs> I, I yeah. thought about that yesterday. I was thinking about, I've been listening to Abraham Hicks on the, on YouTube, and I found yeah. the idea of a focus wheel. And because huh? um, I thought my, I thought one of the things I needed to do was to, you know, have a focus wheel on, around I feel safe or I feel yeah. like taken care of. Um, yeah. So I think it's good uh, insight. That was one of the things that I wrote down that the universe is guiding me. So I, I'm just so worried about the foundation like crumbling all the time, like people trying to poke at, you know, yeah. me and so we who I am. That. Like, there's a couple things around that because there's a little bit of a paranoia thought around that, right? Like, in other oh, words, yeah. it, your perception is that the universe is, and it's not the universe, but the people are out to do you harm. Yeah. Sort of. So what, what I want for you is to be pronoid. Are you familiar with that phrase? Mm. Pronoid? Um, there's a book by Rob Bresney. Um, you can find Rob Bresney, and this is something I'll have to put in the show notes, Becca. Um, Rob Bresney is at Free Will Astrology. He's an astrologist. He has a book called Pronoia. And the idea of pronoid is, instead of being paranoid, where you feel like everybody's out to get you, instead... It's pronoid, which means everybody is out to serve you, or the universe is conspiring to have your life be amazing, is where I see yeah. that. And it's a mindset, right? It's about every day creating a mindset of pronoia. So everywhere you go, and I swear, if you, <laughs> this is a crazy practice. If everybody's listening, I'm, I'm telling you, take this on <laughs> for three days, and you, it will blow your mind. If every day for three days, especially if you need to do it every hour, think to yourself, the universe is kind of inspiring to have my life be amazing. And then watch as just doors open for you and things happen. And I mean, it's just crazy. But it's a mindset. And so it's about like being really conscious of being intentional with your mindset. Um, so that's the first thing I would recommend is to take on, maybe even read the book Pronoia or just at least like take on the mindset, if you can, um, of being pronoid instead of paranoid. Pronoid. I like that. Is that too pronoid. big a step for you right now? No, I, it's, <laughs> whenever I see something, I'm like, yeah, I can do that. I can do that right now. <laughs> and I always take on way I'm too like much. That. So yeah. that was yeah. well, my I'm, first. I'm like that. But I like that. And then the other thing, too, is, um, and I don't know with your finances if this is even possible for you, but I really want to put you on the hook to look into uh, neurofeedback and or brain training. Okay. Have you heard of that? And do you know about that? No. Uh-uh. So um, essentially the way it works is they, um, the woman here who does it, uh, her business is called Brain Train. And they hook your brain, your, they put wires on your head and they just have you listen to music basically but what it's doing is it's training your brain to stay focused and what she tells me and what i understand from doing it and from watching other people do it is that negative thoughts such as worry or paranoid thoughts those kind of things those are not productive so over time those thoughts tend to just be zapped away through neurofeedback they become a lot less intense anyway over, and it depends on how much you do. But I have sent people 
I have sent family members, I have clients, I've sent a lot of people <laughs> to do this neurofeedback and every single one of them, by the time they hit their fifth session, they find a peace and a level of happiness that they haven't had for a while. And part of that is, I'm 100% clear, due to some of that ruminating on the negative thoughts or some of those that paranoid thoughts, worry thoughts, anxious thoughts, those fall away. And then they have more room to be productive and more, and they're happier. And I have not seen it. I've, you know, like I said, I've, I've recommended lots and lots of people. I've never had one person so far not have great results from it. Now I have had people, depending on how much they work they've done and how, you know, how much trauma they've dealt with, all that stuff, have a shift. But then they need to keep doing it, right? Because it 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 will it like everything else, you can get back into your old patterns. Right. But I would really invite you to look into that in your area and see if it's doable for you. Yeah, I'm sh- I'm sure. I'm sure there's some place in Phoenix somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And just looking into it could be another baby step for you. Yeah. Yeah, I'll do that. Yeah. So the universe is guiding you will be your, like, mantra. And I if I, I would really invite you to say, and that goes right along with being pronoid and saying the universe is conspiring to have my life be amazing. So if you could mantra that to yourself, and especially any time anything comes up to tell you that you're not kind. And then the second piece would be, like Becca said, if you fail, which you're going to, <laughs> because it's wiring, right? It's wiring. Yeah. You're bound to fail. I'm bound to yell at my kids. I'm bound to, you know, like it's 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 a neural pattern, and it's gotten so much better. Like I can't even tell you. Um, however, you're bound to fail, and when you do, you want to really be rigorous with the constant forgiveness and being kind to yourself. Kindness to yourself is really huge here. How are you at good I, I think, being good to you? Um, I mean, it could be better, definitely, but I've been practicing lately. Not this week because I had a very terrible week, but been practicing lately self-care and doing mirror work and um, hey, trying to reinforce <laughs> to myself that I am good and I am doing good things. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I want you to get. If you get nothing else from this call, say here, I want you to get that you're on the right path and you're doing all the right things. You're doing great work. Yeah. yeah. Look at all the things that you've really done. Really great work. Just these like short, you know, you just moved a couple of years ago out of sort of that environment that was really being stifling and holding you back. Matt, look at all the stuff that's occurred in just that short time frame. I mean, two years is a blip uh, on the radar screen. Um, And just even since you started reaching out and looking to find how many months has it been that you've been sort of on this path to transformation? Oh, Mm, maybe like 12 weeks. Not very long. And now you're on a coaching call (laughs) on a podcast. (laughs) You win. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I I think that my inclination to want to like claw at things and like take things on and be like I need to do this and I think that comes from the survivor mentality of like if I don't do this like 
I'm going to go crazy and I just need to claw myself out of everything that I'm in. And so I think I take on my self-care like that sometimes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so I have to I have to be very conscious and remind myself to slow down and enjoy it. <laughs> Don't like kill yourself trying to do because last year was kind of awful for me. I was uh was working in a job and also um I was trying to launch my own blog on the side and so I was working like 12-hour days and I, <laughs> like 7 days a week. I was like, "Why am I doing this to myself? I need to stop." <laughs> I kept burning myself out, but then I would turn the burnout into like a wrong thing. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, "Oh, you're just depressed. You, you need to get that. over this." Yeah. 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 You got to have this uh, progress. I mean, because good God, child, 12 weeks. I mean, (laughs) you're doing fantastic. (laughs) You need to give yourself a break. Be kind to you and look at how much you're doing and how far you've come. That's fantastic. On my, I have like a little interest vision board that I look at when I'm like, it's just to make me happy. It's not like for goals or anything. But one of the things is, have fun, damn it. Yes. Yeah. Slow down. Have fun, damn it. Slow down. Have fun. Enjoy your life. Very good. Good stuff. Do you feel um do you feel complete? Do you feel like we've uh, been able to address the the what you'd like what you wanted to come on and talk to us about? Yeah. Yeah, I think you've given me the tools that I need and actually yeah. pointed pointed at some place in my life that either I couldn't see or wasn't willing to look at or make the connection. So. Yeah. Well, and my, the only thing I really hope you'll do is really don't let yourself make yourself wrong for all that. Like that's the, that's where it's weird work where we get into finding all the, you know, I like to say it, the nastiness of human being. Cause we just are nasty people, you know, like as humans. And then, but then discovering that about ourselves, we want to find access to that being freedom without uh, making it something else to make us wrong for. In similar, I say we're going to look at your life through uh, as though we're like a third person looking at it without any judgment or defensiveness. Because when we have the lens of, of just just what's so, then without judgment or defensiveness, then something else can be possible. But when we're make, beating ourselves up for it, nothing, it's the same old thing. Right, it just becomes the same old, same old way that we get out of being responsible for it again. Um, so there's a lot of power in being able to see it's all coming from me, and it's tricky because you want to make sure that you're not, you know, making yourself wrong for that. Because you're fantastic. You need to just love, love, love yourself. You're doing great, great, great work out there. I'm in, completely inspired by who you are and what you're up to. Me too. Oh, thanks. I told my boyfriend I wanted to go to Kansas, and he was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) I have a seminar in September if you'd like to come on down. (laughs) That would be fantastic. Yeah, and we're we're still working on the Jane Becker retreat, so we'll uh, keep everybody up to date on on that one. Yeah, you guys come to Phoenix. That'd be great. (laughs) We'll be there. Depending on what time of year. It's damn hot in Phoenix. (laughs) Uh yeah, it was Don't 100 give yesterday. Crap about dry either. <laughs> like, I'm like, oh, for crying out loud! <laughs> I felt like last time I was there, for a wedding in when was that? My niece, I I did the ceremony of my niece in 2011, 
and it was in October, and man, just yeah. the sun on my head hurt so bad. I was yeah. like, what the <laughs> hell, man? It's it doesn't cool off into November. Yeah, yeah. I'd say, <laughs> no, yeah, let's, let's head there in like December or January. <laughs> well, I will say Sedona is one of my favorite places in the world. Yes. Like, Sedona was <gasps> freak, freak, freaking me out when I was there. Because it was just so powerful. Yeah. And just, it was one of the places that Jessica and I visited. And we were like, we could actually live here. And this is a, yeah. it's a very, very cool, very cool community. Yeah. So It's very woo-woo too. So I like it. <laughs> oh yeah, all the, all woo. the woo. All the woo for sure. All righty. Well, we will definitely be swinging back around and getting back in touch with you so that we can find out how things are going. And, you know, I know that you are so willing to share and you have been so um brave to do that on the Facebook page. So we do appreciate that incredible incredibly much. So, you know, let us know how things are going. Don't be afraid to jump in and ask a question or just get some reassurance. Um we're you've got a whole tribe of people here that are cheering you on and that's going to feel a little weird uh cuz you're used to not letting people do that. Um, yeah. but we're yeah. here and we're going to do it whether you like it or not. So, uh, <laughs> get used to it. We're going to love it whether you like it or not. <laughs> awesome. Alrighty. Thank well, you, thank Sahara. you so much, Sahara, and we will be in touch soon. All right. Thank you guys. Thank you so much for joining us again this week on Doing the Work with Jay and Becca. We appreciate you so much, and we invite you to join us at Doing the Work with Jay and Becca on Facebook. Uh, We have a great discussion group there going, or visit us at jayandbecca.com for show notes. We have uh, pullouts of links to the books and the things that we talk about. And as always, we are here for you and we want to be part of your weekly self-care. So thank you so much for listening. Stay connected and most importantly, be kind to you. Hell yeah. Thank you so much, Jay, and we'll see you next week. See you next week.